Hey guys, it's Ansar here at The Solutionist Audio Vibes. Um, today's episode is something close to my heart, which is learning and education. Now, many of us know that the current education system that we have in place is so outdated. It is backwards in terms of understanding individual needs that there are so many issues and problems of stress, of anxiety, depression, and even suicides amongst the young adults of this generation. According to the Office of National Statistics, 19.7% of the UK's population have anxiety and are depressed. This is young adults from the age of 16 and onwards. And what it also talks about is the suicide rates according to the statistics suicide is the second leading cause of death globally amongst the ages of 15 years old and 29 years old now if you can factor in and think about what that means it's a huge impact on caused by the stresses that occur and stem in the mind which then for some occurs into the heart uh, causing emotional turmoil. Now, the current education system that we have, it only teaches more or less using one format, which is to memorize information and give the correct answers, whether it's a multiple choice or whether it's giving specific answers to a question. And unfortunately, what it doesn't take into account are the multiple methods of learning information and it's not just learning the problem is within the schooling system it's not requiring a student a person to understand that information they only just need to score marks by answering certain a b's of or, or yes or no or truth and false questions on top of some of the ones which are written examinations but what 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 the problem here is that the learning methods are so deficient within the schooling system that people the students that are in there are struggling heavily to understand the information that is being given to them and for me when i was younger when i was at school i'll be honest for me it wasn't too difficult to memorize information <clears throat> i had uh, developed my memorizing skills uh, through my religious studies and so, uh, outside of the secular studies. So when it came to schools uh, and schooling uh, information that I was learning in there, it wasn't so bad. And it also helped that I grew up in a family who uh, who found importance in education and they valued it. So that gave me also drive to look up to older brothers and sisters, and especially my father who was a teacher in his younger age. Um, what I want to really get to is give the current students or the young adults the methods and understanding and realization that, look, you're in this day and age, information is so vast, but also the methods of learning are so vast. Before, if you wanted to learn about a subject, you'd have to open a book and read through that book or you may have a mentor or a teacher that would take you through uh, a lesson uh, or a subject matter or a question that you haven't explained it to you 
and oftentimes you'd also be given a practical exam or a practical test for you to apply that knowledge and understanding. So it was back in the days, even though the methods, uh, the, sorry, the tools or the resources available to learn information was fewer, you actually had a more dependable method of learning through the teachers and the guides and community that you were learning from. You interacted with each other, you spoke, you participated, and that allowed you to then fully understand. Now, information is retained a hell of a lot more through experience, through taking action, and through actual participation because you get to understand you get to talk about what you think you get to remove any assumptions misunderstanding and false informations and it is so vital and important within this day and age that students are able to do this and practice this and you find uh, many students are not being able to do that because so many lessons are squeezed into short periods or within a very short scale of time in a day and then they're on top of that they're expected to do so many hours of homework afterwards at home so they don't really get a chance to relax their mind to be able to just take a time out and re restart the whole body the whole brain to be able to say you know what let's look at it with fresh eyes so for you students out there and young adults who are learning what i want to tell you is this that there are so many, the seven varieties, there are seven methods of learning information and acquiring it and understanding it. And you do not have to limit yourself to just the schooling method. For example, if you're learning chemistry and you're giving provided chemistry books in school to learn from, and you may not understand the jargon or you might not understand what is being written, you can now find so readily available chemistry lessons through visual formats through playing games online apps through youtube videos so there is so many ways of learning the same chemistry information that you were reading in books now what you have to first realize is what methods do you use best to learn there are seven ways of learning information and understanding it. There are the ways which is done through visual format, which is imagery, um, movies um, and videos, etc. There's also the second format, which is the oral. People who learn through music, through sounds, through, uh, through hearing, uh, which is far better for their memory. Then there is the verbal method where you're actually speaking, you're hearing words, you're talking. Um, the fourth method is physical. It's usually for people who may be visually impaired. So they learn through touch and the term is kinesthetic. The fifth method is people who learn through a logical mathematical approach. They are analytical people and they like to break things down into patterns and formulas and mathematical equations. So they able to understand information in this sort of way. The sixth methodology is through social interaction. Some people are extroverts and they prefer to interact and learn through outside interactions, through talking with people, working in groups, and they enjoy that and they revel in that. And the final one is solitary learning. People who like to, uh, maybe who are introverts and prefer to learn and study on their own uh, because they focus better, they concentrate better. And for me personally, I'm kind of a mix between visual through uh, logical, social and solitary. I would say my weakest ones will be obviously uh, kinesthetic and for me, uh, audio format. These two probably are the weakest uh, for me in terms of um, remembering the information. 
So what I want to say to you guys is if you're struggling through learning exams and through being able to amass the information that you are learning for your examinations and for any tests, whether it's interviews for jobs for people who have graduated or people looking for new jobs or whether it's just learning new skills and acquiring new knowledge, find the method that you learn best with and then look for resources and information that is taught using that format. If you can do this, you can learn anything. If you want to learn to uh, learn a new language and before you could only learn through a book, now you've got so many different types of language apps like Duolingo and many others. You've got so many different softwares which you can install on your computer to learn it in that way. You have so many different classes you can go to and variety of teachers and topics that you can do to learn that language. You can have downloadable episodes within that language so you can immerse yourself within listening to that language, become familiar with the sounds. So in this DNA, even though we have so much volume of information and so many tools and resources, it's all about knowing how you learn, knowing what you want to learn, and then finding that method connected to that resource and that tool of learning. Now, if you can do that, which you should be able to, there is too many, far too vast information out there for you to not to be able to learn a specific subject or a specific area of knowledge. And here's the thing, if you don't find it, you've just found yourself a niche market for you to create a new idea, a new app, a new product, which you can use to propel your financial wealth, to start building a business for yourself. So either way, you gain by searching and looking through the world and this information to help you grow in so many ways you cannot even imagine. Whatever you're struggling with, remember there might be other people who are struggling in the same way, which will allow you to open up an opportunity for a business, for an idea, for a product. <clears throat> Now, the final thing you want to uh, uh, realize is that you don't specifically just learn from one method. You, like myself, there'll be variations of, of oh, well, there'll be a different variety of the, from the seven that I've mentioned. Now, you need to find out which is your best and which is your favorite ones, which ones you enjoy. Because if you enjoy uh, reading and you're a, a visual person, you may find that you learn better through reading a physical book and you're not, you're not enjoying as much reading a, uh, through a digital format. So you need to learn how to learn. And if you can do that, you're well on your way to memorizing and understanding the information you're required to learn. And hopefully that will give you a huge advantage towards retaining information, whether it's for school examinations, whether it's for college degrees and university degrees, or whether you're starting out a new career, new job, and you're preparing yourself for an interview and things to discuss and mention about. Um, finally, what I want to add is that just learning and hearing and seeing is not enough for you to retain knowledge in the long-term memory. Now, I don't know if many of you have heard about the Cone of Learning by Edgar Dale. And what he came up with was that after two weeks, uh, the amount of information that we retain and memorize and learn, depending on the uh, way that we learn that information, varies. So what he says was 10% of information is uh, retained within our minds if you just read about it. After two weeks, you'll only remember 10% of that. 
and 20% of the information that we hear will be retained after two weeks. And finally, what we see and uh, what we uh, look at, we retain 30% of that information after two weeks have passed. Now, according to the cone, if you combine hearing and seeing together, you retain 50% of that information after two weeks. So anything that you're trying to learn, you need to combine it with not just reading upon it, to listen to it, to hear it, to see and find multiple methods of learning that same information. So it reiterates that information that you took in originally just by reading. And then we go up to 70% of information is retained when you yourself speak about it, when you discuss about it, when you participate in that. And what that allows is for further understanding. It allows to show that you had a greater understanding of that subject or that topic that you were speaking about uh, or the information that you are learning about. So make sure that whatever you're trying to learn, you're discussing about it amongst friends. Create a group, focus group within your stu- studies. Create, Find other students and friends in your class and start having these focus groups, whether it's outside of class or in class or in between breaks and lunch, and discuss with them about these topics and share each of those ideas and you'll find yourself remembering that information way better. And finally, 90% of information is retained after two weeks if you talk about what you're talking about, but then you apply it through action. So the most important factor, and this goes to one of the key components of creating success. All the successful people in the world that we see have known about, talked about and are wealthy, rich and made uh, their dreams come true in this day and age and before. One of the key things they keep pushing towards is action. Knowledge is power but it is only power when you take action on it. And that means consistent action. So by combining your knowledge, what you have learned and applying it in action, you make it into experience. And that experience creates wisdom, understanding the uh, the problems that occurred, which you may have overcome at the same time, the problems that you faced and uh, you looked at and you, what you gain essentially is a full, complete knowledge around that or experience around that topic and subject. So I hope that this has given you guys a lot to think about and helps you in being able to learn information that you love and desire far more quicker and to be able to retain that information so then it's not causing you stress, anxiety and difficulties and as with so many young adults taking their lives. Do not worry about these examinations to the point that you think that it's the end of the world. Here's the thing, many successful people have not passed or did not pass their college or university and they did extremely well. One great example is Sir Richard Branson. Everybody knows about him. Everybody knows about his products and the virgin company that so many people are using. So don't feel that just because you're going to fail an exam or you're not doing another degree at this, it's the end of the world. It really isn't. The pressure that you get from your family and your parents if you want to remove that pressure, you need to go and talk to them and show them a alternative. Show them that you've got a plan to succeed in life. You've got a plan and goal how to go about 
getting to the end of your dream or how you want to make money if you can give somebody a good plan in front of them and you show them that you know what you are doing then what they recommend to you doesn't need to become something that you're forced into doing so if for example my parents came to me and said you have to go to college you have to go and get a degree you have to finish your university and you don't really want to because you have a great idea you're passionate about something else what you should do is tell them, look, speak to them and communicate with them. So listen, I understand that you want the best for me. You want me to get a degree and whatever else, right? What you would do is you take the facts to them, the data and the statistics in the current day and age. Let them know, look, people that graduate, almost 45 to, uh, I believe it was 46% from what I read, that almost 46% of graduates don't get jobs in their subject that they get their degree in in what they graduate in so almost 50 percent of people are not getting a job in the field that they get a degree in which means they're having to get a normal job once again our parents who are from the previous generations have no idea about such statistics they don't know this is how the world has become how the era has changed now if you tell them and give them this new information and say look that's why i don't want to go to uh, get a degree or go through college especially when i'm not enjoying it i'm studying subjects that i'm not interested in and it's also going to uh, incur a large amount of debt for me by the end of the degree which I have to pay off say I would prefer to just get a normal job for now start saving money and use that money because I have an idea for investment for uh, for a product or for a goal that I want to do and show them the plan I guarantee you if you can take a good plan to your family to your parents to people anybody that is pressuring you to do certain things which you're not happy with there's no reason that they can say no and if they do so they're either ignorant or they just don't care about your happiness so for all the students and young adults that are going through the difficulties remember this the schooling system has not and is not made to teach everybody in the way that everybody learns do not feel pressured and do not feel that it's the end of the world when you can't learn for your exam or it's becoming too much for your uh, for your life for your for your worries and concern guess what schooling is not the end of the world end of the world is when you take your own life and you kill yourself and finish what you have the ability to make a future so what you need to do is just do the best you can that's all you need to do as long as you know you're proving to yourself that you're not being lazy you're not wasting time you're doing the best you can that's it. Whatever the results come of it afterwards, use that as a learning method to build on, to grow and keep going. So many things that I am learning nowadays that I have learned in the last 10 years have nothing to do with my degree. Have not, my degree hasn't helped me get any of that. After I decided, after I started developing myself and becoming self-aware, I started getting a love and passion and drive for learning for new things new skills and new ideas and methods and way of thinking so learning never stops it's a matter of you deciding what you want to learn and completely putting yourself towards that so i hope that this gives you guys some reassurance and some sort of confidence to push yourself to growing towards what you love and desire and not to let examinations or failing an interview at a job worry you to the point that you are stressed and anxious and depressed really it doesn't matter there's so many millions and millions of jobs out there and opportunities out there there are so many things to learn throughout your life just because you failed an exam doesn't mean anything really you just find 
another way of getting through it. There's always multiple routes to getting to the same job or going to a, a goal that you might have in the future. You just need to readjust your plan, readjust your goal, and it may take another year or two extra. So be it. If you really, really are devoted to something and you're passionate about it, that shouldn't really matter. Even if it means five, ten years extra, so be it. At least you're happy. At least you're following what you want to do. And you know that it's not the end of the world if you fail an interview, fail an exam, or you know not get what the results that you want. Don't worry about other people's expectations. Be focused on your own expectations, what you know you can achieve, what you want to achieve, and then aim through that and aim for that and then push on forward. So uh, thanks for listening today and I hope that it's been beneficial. Join me on my next episode. I will be releasing new episodes every Monday and every Friday for you guys to um, apply the knowledge and the information to your Uh, through your life and pass it on to all those out there that you may uh, feel will benefit from it.